Football, baby! Welcome in. It's that time of day, that time of night, that time of week. It's losing sucks. I'm Dustin. That's Travis. Make sure, as always, you're following us at Losing Sucks on Twitter. You can check us out over at our website on LosingSucksFantasy.com. We're recapping week four. We're talking some football. Some games were played. Travis, what a week we had. There were uh, a lot of points scored this week, and we have plenty of things to talk about. First and foremost, I want to get this out of the way. I finally got my first win in our home league. Thank God. And that, it was <laughs> ugly. Um, I, I don't think I would have won in any other matchup, but you know what? A win is a win is a win, and I'm happy to talk about it here. Uh, how are you doing? How how did fantasy treat you now that we are recovering from the storylines? We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to cover it all. But how are you doing this week? How are uh, you week, week four was good. I lost some Javante Williams shares in Dynasty Leagues. I have made the decision that goes against every cell in my body, which is to rebuild a Dynasty League. Ooh. After four weeks of a startup league. It's a um, new one for you. I don't love the feeling, but when you start 0-4, I mean, I've lost some blowout games where it wouldn't have mattered who I played, and I've lost some close ones. Right. And then you lose somebody like Javante Williams, and you think, I'm 0-4. Yeah, yeah. There's 10 weeks left of the regular season. I, I realistically wouldn't... need to go like 8-2 and two to get in. I That's get not that. going to happen with a depleted roster. So... Yeah, I'm exploring the uh, the own four rebuild. I was able to get a first round pick and some for Javante Williams, a 2023 first round pick in there both leagues that I've decided to do this. So it could be a yeah. quick replacement for somebody like that, even though we love Williams. That knee injury sounds terrible. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about Javante and the state of the Broncos uh, once we get into the matchups. Okay. But yeah, that's tough. We can, I mean, there there are a lot of guys we can talk to. Let's just hop right in then. If we're going to just hop into some football, first matchup on the docket through week four, man. We started off that early morning London game against you know, had the, the Vikings and the Saints. That was, it, look, if nothing else, it's fun to wake up and have football going on. It, yes. So in the first thing, like you wake up, there's no weight. And we're going to have the same thing going into week five. There's there's no wait. You wake up, you know that awesome. I grab my coffee and it's football time. So we had the the game. The Vikings come out on top. Dalvin has himself a decent game. Had 86 total yards. But JJ Justin Jefferson finally has a resurgence. You know, coming back 150 yards. He put up a, a decent game, and that's what you were hoping for. You know, the Saints looked awful. Yeah, on on offense, you know, no no big performances. You know, you expected, oh man, Chris Olave. You know, this could be the game for him. But sixty seven yards, four receptions, and a touchdown. You know, it, it didn't kill you, but it's not like the eruption that we wanted from the rookie. Um, another bet that probably paid off for some people, Travis, is Taysom Hill. If you started him at tight end, 
I you know, thinking, oh, he might get some some snaps at quarterback. He did. He rushed for, you know, a touchdown, had 21 yards. And you know what? That's that's great for a tight end. But talk about that backfield. That's going to be the story for the Saints. Alvin Kamara still banged up with those ribs. We are going to still have to continue to monitor that. Latavius Murray playing that this week for the Saints. That was just so weird and to see that today. 57 yards and a touchdown for him. He was the guy to own, I guess, because Mark Ingram was like, hey, we've both been in the league forever. Why don't we both split the work? You know, it was it was a it was a weird um, it was a weird geriatric backfield that you know what were they just had to roll with it. Yeah, it was. But, the biggest thing for me, Dalvin, not having any yep. kind of setback. Eighty six yards That's is huge. not going to wow you. But sure. it's not going. It's just a solid game for you. Um, but that's and, not why you paid a first round pick for him. That's that's what I'm getting into. You know, he's, yeah, he's not, not, he hasn't had a Dalvin game. It's not. He hasn't had Dalvin game. But coming into the game, questionable, and with the array of injuries around the league at, at running back right now, to see him put the sling on, come out, give you 86 and a score, right? Um, put that sling on. He scored right. Sorry, I had to. Um, Dalvin, no, no, he did not. He did not. Okay, well, eighty-six yards in itself, um, and no setback. Again, that's the biggest thing yeah, for me because once you again, get points for five, no setbacks, you're plugging him into your lineup without question. Week five, which was the hope right. after you know playing questionable, and then yeah, Latavius Murray, who now is on the Broncos, yes, fifty-seven yards and a score. Um, I am not worried about Kamara. The question that you asked, I will finally get around to answering. I am not worried about Alvin Kamara. I think. He's back this week, and okay. Um, so, is he going so no, to give you first round value? No. Is he going to be a top fifteen in everybody's ranks going forward when he's healthy? Yes. So, I'm not selling Kamara sure. for cheap. If you're in a position to buy him for cheap, why not? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the rib, thing. With, it's not like a lingering thing with him. I think ribs once he's healed and it's clear, he can go. It's just you don't painful. think that's, that's it's not what like I wonder a, about man. It's not like turf like toe that like can get re-aggravated. I don't think. I I hope you're right. I mean, he's got a hundred yards on the season so far. I, he's I mean, he's just you need more from him if you're yeah. right now. Like Travis, there are teams right now that have Alvin Kamara and Javante Williams on their roster. You know, like that's yeah. that's that's just rough. You know, if you haven't had Alvin Kamara, it's just it's what you've seen a lot. You know, in the industry talking about how this has been a great year for zero RB. If you haven't, you haven't had Camara for most of the season so far. So I, I'll go with you. I'll kind of side with you right now that I'm not necessarily worried, but I feel like it's less of a, I'm not worried, but it's more of a hopeful that like this offense can't be this bad, right? Yeah. Going forward because Look, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at this and we'll move on. If we're going to be stuck with Andy Dalton back and forth with Jameis, uh, broken Jameis Winston, I'm not buying in. I'm probably looking to sell Kamara after he has a decent game because that offense, like you're not going to be able to count on production out of this offense if this is what we're going to get. One offense that we didn't have to worry about at all, or one game we didn't have to worry about at all, was the highest-scoring fantasy matchup of the season thus far. And that's going to be Seattle and Detroit, Travis. Unbelievable. Like, we all saw it coming. We all <laughs> saw it coming. Both of the – yeah, who didn't who, – who had who had putting up 70-plus points um, for Seattle and Detroit on their bingo cards? Because 
they both lit it up. Like, listen to these stat lines for Geno freaking Smith. He had he was only 23 of 30 for 320 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. That's the that's Seattle. Rashad Penny, 17 rushes, 151 yards, two touchdowns, Travis. DK Metcalf goes for seven for 149. So much for Jeff O'Freaking Kuda. Missed you on know? that. <laughs> yeah. And then don't worry, Tyler Lockett was he was probably locked up, right? If DK Metcalf went off, no, he went six for 91. That's yeah. still a great game in PPR as well. Will Disley goes for 39 yards in a score. Everybody on that offense was relevant and scoring for you. Like you probably started, you know, DK Penny probably and lock and uh and lock it. So you're fine. And if you were yeah. brave enough to put Geno Smith in your lineup because he's been balling out, congratulations on your bold call. You did good. But on the other side of the football, on the other side of this matchup, Travis. Detroit. Detroit, Detroit City. Man. Goff goes 26 to 39, 378 yards. I don't care how much of it was garbage time. We're talking fantasy here. Four touchdowns. Jamal Williams, 19 rushes, 108 yards, and two touchdowns, Travis. And then the man, the myth, the legend himself, TJ, that beautiful locks of hair, Hawkinson, eight for 179 yards and two touchdowns. A Lions record. That's unbelievable. Yards. He's the tight end one on the week. Absolutely obliterated the Seahawks. Still ended up losing. And then Josh Reynolds goes seven for 81 in a touchdown. I'm telling you, man, you heard whispers all week, Travis, about how, you know, Josh Reynolds, you could probably start him. Amon Ra and all them are out. TJ yeah. Hawkinson, obviously going to benefit. Amon Ra's out. Jamal Williams, De- DeAndre Swift, you're starting him. He's out. Both defenses are terrible. Both offenses good enough to take. Uh, advantage of a terrible defense this is one of those matchups where you're like okay this is this is what's gonna make me win my week if if i you know had to start you know tyler lockett so or uh or dk metcalf i'd be shocked if there were teams that had tj hawkinson starting a tight end and lost absolutely shocked i lost no i lost i would love to see that lineup i'll have to post it down uh, no, no one let me down. I scored the second highest total in the okay. league, and then got beat by the highest total because he had like he had Goff Kelsey and, and uh, it was awful. Like I scored two hundred points and he scored two hundred fifteen. It was just awful. Uh, it's, it was there were a terrible. lot of games like that this weekend. There were a lot of two hundred pluses. Um, if you hit on yeah. some of these monster games, uh, my sure. takeaway from this one is, um, I said a few weeks ago, I was probably a few weeks early. Shout out Frank Amarante for saying, hold on to Rashad Penny. Keep starting him. It's coming. I guess if you keep saying that, eventually it will happen. But four weeks for into sure. the season, 151 and two scores is a monster game. Good. That is a week-winning type week for Rashad Penny as well. You know, real quick on, on Rashad Penny, I don't think the thing was – he is kind of one of those efficient on-the-ground runners. No, he doesn't catch a lot of passes, but the, the thing was always health with him. Yeah. He has been great the last 10 games he's played. He has more often than not put up running back one weeks, and that's that's great. That's awesome. That is exactly a Pete Carroll type of thing. Moving right, from, on, though. From, hold on. From the hip question okay. that we got okay. on Twitter. What um, we got? Are you moving Jamal Williams for DeAndre Hopkins after this week? It. Oh, um, goodness. 
if you move him to the swift owner for hopkins hopkins becomes your three four you're not an every week start basically no i you're no. treating this like a keep using jamal and try to get a few more wins yeah because it i i don't i don't have the the schedule in front of me but like you're talking his decision DeAndre was Swift. aj Dillon or jamal williams to keep starting until hopkins and if he were to go get hopkins mm-hmm he would have to plug AJ Dillon in instead of Jamal, which I I feel okay with. I don't I don't hate that. I really don't. Uh, yeah. The upside for Jamal Williams I think is there, but I I don't hate moving Jamal Williams for a guy you can start the rest of the season. You know, but, but so the thing is, you know, I thought that initially too, but Jamal Williams was there before. Value wise, he was producing yeah. before the Swift injury. You're right. You're hundred. Well, heck, he's we, going to give I, you we a few about more him. weeks. He's yeah, the and lead then, leader in touchdowns like that. That that's nothing to scoff at, and look, it's not like DeAndre Swift is this picture of health all the time. I'm I'm talking myself out. I don't think I would. There are so many questions right now with that Cardinals offense. I think I'm staying away and riding with what you got. If the, if he wants to overpay, I would. Yeah, exactly. Like get closer. You're talking after yeah. week five. You got a couple more weeks. You have to remember there's a bye week in there for DeAndre Hopkins. Not to come back. He's coming back in week seven. But yeah. get a little closer. Get a little closer. Um, Reassess I like next that. week. Right. Because if they don't have DeAndre Swift, they're probably going to get closer and closer to desperate. Moving on, though. the Talk about a desperate team, man. You have the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers playing. This game was ugly right up until the end. Two quarterbacks ended up debuting for the 2022 season. Zach Wilson coming back from injury. Kenny Pickett coming back from Trubisky. Um, and... Here we are, man. Zach Wilson didn't exactly look sharp. I'll be honest with you. Most of the game, I mean, he went 18 for 36 this game. It was all on that last drive when he came back, completed, you know, I think it was like six passes on that drive and won him the game. But 252, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, Kenny Pickett, on the other on the other hand, looked absolutely rough throwing the ball. Three interceptions. You know, he ran for a couple scores, which probably didn't kill you. I mean, you weren't starting him anyway. But did they announce that he'll start this week? Yeah, he's their he's their quarterback moving forward. Wow, man, that was but, quick. <laughs> yeah, quick. Uh, I mean, when when you're not winning games and you feel like you just need a spark, then sure, that's exactly what Mike Tomlin said. But he uh, he's going to be a rookie. Um, going back to the Jets, though, a guy that has been you know getting some more work and someone we can really talk about having a role. You know, Brees Hall. He's coming on, um, but we'll just kind of get through the rest of the weapons and come back to Brees. Corey Davis likely had an okay day on your bench. You know, he uh, he ended up, I think he ended up scoring in this game. But Pickens, man, let's talk about George Pickens on the Steelers. He looks like the favorite right now through at least one game. The, the second team rep narrative here, Travis, is real. <laughs> you know, the, Pickens comes in. For me, the real in. question is, what are you doing with Deontay Johnson now? You have to hold him. I mean, you do you look his I, name still holds draft type value for a lot of people. Sure, but I I don't think it's I don't think it's not going to happen for Deontay Johnson. Like Deontay it is Johnson, not going to happen. It was never going so. to happen. What do you mean it's never going to happen? Big he's, bit, he's, I, this year we said or I said in the offseason, I think the connection with Big Ben was special. It helped Deontay be Deontay. He's a good receiver, mm-hmm. no doubt. Very talented. He's very good. Very good. That connection yeah, I, I, 
is priceless. And now you've got Claypool, not gonna, Pickens, yeah, Pat, Najee. It's he he's going to miss so many more weeks than he's going to hit. I sure, absolutely. So um, I don't want that. I want somebody I know is going to hit. If you look right now, if you can sell like Deontay and something for what Amon Ra, like are you going to try and go and get Amon Ra? Like it just would you I prefer somebody we'll mention later? Would you prefer Amari Cooper? Mm. He's the one. Uh, Deshaun Watson yeah. is back in six weeks. Yeah, I might. I might. We'll talk about it. Um, Fryer, with you mentioned, he went. He had a decent game, not a Hawkinson-like game, but seven for eighty-five. Um, the rookie quarterbacks, man, I feel like, or the rookie quarterback, going to make the offense a little bit more inconsistent. You know, coming back around to Deontay, I think any weapon here isn't. You're not going to have consistent, you know, big games. They're they're all flexes to me. I don't think Pickens is going to be the you know this revolutionary talent this year. Um, yeah. That's just what rookie you know rookies do. This offense is going to be. You know, good some weeks, bad some weeks. It's not going to be consistent. So that's Najee what I Harris expect. goes from RB121 to RB25 from week three to week four. He's going yeah. in the wrong direction. We <laughs> said we said last week it'll be hard for Najee Harris to finish as an RB1. I don't think he does. Yeah. It's um, going to get rough. Um, the other the other running back, though, Brees Hall, man. I think we're starting to see Brees Hall take that next step and be the guy we want him to be man um the takeover is real and like look 17 carries he led the team michael carter nine carries all this week you know one through three stuff where it's like oh they're splitting and michael you know michael carter like look it was always Brees hall we just had to be patient we wanted to believe the narrative oh michael carter's not dead like he's gonna be the third down he's dying right before our eyes yeah i was wrong on Brees. i drafted him in in a home league because he fell to the sixth, and I texted you and said, I'm on the clock, do I take Brees? And you said, just do it, trust me. Yes, please, and for the love. I started him this week. I got blown out anyway, but it was not his fault. And yes, we are watching the death of Michael Carter's value right before our eyes. Brees Hall, one week at a time, is taking this over. The yeah. second half of the season for Brees is going to be really fun. He's going to win people leagues. Yeah. T- I, You're right. You're right. I have to say. I that. give Zach Wilson a lot of crap, but... This offense will be good enough to move the ball, and Brees Hall is going to win people leagues. I guarantee it. I agree. We got a quick question in here. Jukebox right. talks. My roommate wants to trade me Jonathan Taylor for C E H and Edmonds. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are hit accept immediately. Yeah, right now. Right now. You you hit the accept button right now. That's not Take even the Jonathan thought. Taylor. This is it's not, not even it's not even a sell high on no. C E H because I like C E H. Right. But Edmonds but Jonathan is, Taylor. It, Edmonds is somebody you're not going to play most weeks, and Jonathan Taylor is still Jonathan Taylor. He's a little banged up. Right. It's a slow start. Trust the talent. That's right. Um, someone that you're not looking to buy at all are the weapons in the Chicago and New York Giants matchup this week, Travis. This was an ugly game. Justin Fields beat the passing over. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard to get worse than 148 yards, and we kind of saw some uh, signs of life. From Darnell Mooney. Mooney! Over 90 yards. Here we go. He showed that, you know (laughs) what, you can pick him up and hate him to be on your bench. So he's just enough to be frustrated by. The Giants, the 3-1 now Giants, Travis. Um, Daniel Jones somehow had a useful day for you if you started him, having only 71 passing yards but scored two uh, 
Danny two wheels. touchdowns on the ground and 68 yards as well. So congratulations if you started him. I had him in a league. Um, Saquon, though, let's talk about this man. Saquon Barkley goes 31 touches, Travis. 31 rushes for 146 yards. He's that dude. And just no touchdowns, but he didn't need them. But all those yards, all those opportunities, he absolutely did great for you this week. Um, I think this is going to be a theme going against the Bears. You kind of you kind of see it, you know, each week, different teams. The Bears, you can run on them all, all day long. And that's what they did. It was, like I said, it was an ugly game to watch. Daniel Jones got injured. Um, the Bears are terrible. You can talk about Khalil Herbert for a second. You know, he, he had a decent game as well. But is there he's... somebody, is there any position player in the league that mm-hmm. if you had Saquon Barkley and somebody offered you this player for Barkley, and redraft you would accept right now any player in the league yeah i don't think so uh number one overall fantasy player outside quarterbacks i agree if, if yeah, i have now. if i have barkley in a redraft and somebody says i'll give you justin jefferson one for one no no i'm I'm still g- you have to take barkley yeah yeah he's getting all of the work Yep. All of it. This is this is guys. It's happening. This is exactly what He's we said. Fully back. Wasn't sure it was going to happen. So we, you know, we're we're finally here. Congratulations, guys. We made it. Quite um, a few Saquon shares make for some happy Sundays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Maybe I should get a Saquon <laughs> jersey to add to the collection, Dustin. Ooh. You know what? I can't blame you there. Um, he looks good up on the wall. He looks good. He does. Tennessee oh, and uh, Ben Tennessee Adai. and Indy. Okay. Ben, Mister Adai himself. Ben Emley yep. says, I would take Cooper Cup over Saquon Barkley. Can't okay, hate that decision. Fair. A full PPR, yeah, can't hate it. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, you can um, find receivers, man. You can find them. Not Cooper Cups, but you it, cannot yeah. find Saquon Barkley. No, you really can't. Not, not this type of usage. This is what you look for. Tennessee and Indy, Ben, now that we're talking about the Colts, the Titans got up early, and that, look, it – it made sense for all the Titans. You know, all the Titans named Derrick Henry. This this game flow was nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Derrick Henry goes 22 for 114 and 1, and then he caught three passes for 33 yards. So nice day for Derrick Henry kind of coming back to himself. Um, the biggest story for the Titans, Traylon Burks, their first round selection this year. He has turf toe. He's going to be out for quite a while. And look, guys, at least four this weeks. Is, this is at least four weeks, but this is something that's going to linger. You know, that's it, turf toe is not something like you can play after four weeks. It's not going to be healed after four weeks. Shout and, out Michael Thomas. Yeah, you tell me about it. I believe he um, has turf toe right now, and nobody's saying anything. I hope not. If you have the Michael Colts, Thomas, move him ASAP. <sighs> I'm telling you right now. Yeah, try to. It's going try to be to, a headache sure. the rest of the year. That offense is going to be a headache. The Colts. The offense, we need to talk about it. Matt Ryan has a somewhat useful day going 3-56-2. and two. Wow, Jonathan, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, um, 20 rushes for 42 yards, and he has a high ankle sprain. They didn't want to run the ball at points because they were down, but they kind of had to. Michael Pittman disappears, 3 for 31. Mo Ali Cox was the guy to play. Of course he was. Jelani Six- who? Jelani who? You know Mo what Jelani Wo- Cox, tight end Jelani, one. Jelani Woods uh, actually had a, a decent catch, but Mo Ali Cox had six of them and 85 yards to go along with those two red zone scores. He, he said, give me my job back, rookie. 
Yeah, no joke. Um, he was he was a guy. I mean, he has these games, you know, every season where you know, especially with Matt Ryan now, who loves his tight end in the red zone. He he just likes to throw up those those box out balls and Mo Ali Cox big enough to to catch it at the five and then power it in. So though you'll have those, but yeah, the story here: Jonathan Taylor high ankle sprain. Now we're going into week five. I think it's looking like Jonathan Taylor might not be out there, you know, for for week five. And you're probably going to it's Tuesday and he's not practicing practicing still you're probably going to want to look at you know if you have Naeem Hines and obviously you're going to want to start him in a PPR league I would look at a guy like Deion Jackson though he is intriguing he has a very go look at his profile over there on playerprofiler.com it's very intriguing he's very athletic he's very explosive I I like him to play more over he's a guy that relegated Philip Lindsay to the practice squad so I like Deion Jackson. Granted, they're facing Denver. Going to be a tougher matchup. But if you, if maybe if you lost a guy like Javante, he's a guy. You know, I'm in that situation. He's a guy you might have to think about throwing in your lineup on a Thursday night. That kind maybe. of name is. It's risky because to yeah. me, it feels like if it doesn't hit, sure. you have three days to say what did I just do. And in, now you're playing nine on ten in a deep league. Maybe you yeah, don't have that, another it's option. It's got to be really deep, right? So just just something to keep in mind. The Chargers and Texans, Travis. Yep. We had a we had a spot. Um, we had an offense here in, uh, for the Chargers resurgence. Justin Herbert looked at like himself. Twenty-seven of thirty-nine, three hundred and forty yards and two touchdowns. Eckler was the beneficiary of a lot of those targets. He went 13 for 60 and two on the ground. He went six for 49 and one through the air. Mike Williams, seven catches, 120 yards. And Gerald Everett continues to have nice games, five yep. receptions, 61 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's a great week for a tight end. On the other hand, Houston, Davis Mills, eh, two touchdowns, two interceptions. 246 yards, but the running back for this team, Travis, the running back is what we need to focus on. Damian Pierce. I was not high on him coming into the draft. I thought he was going too high, but 14, 131 and one makes me look stupid. And you know what? That was a big Brandon Cooks had an okay game as well. 757 and a touchdown. The question I want to touch on on this matchup, though, Travis, Austin Eckler, is he a sell high given his recent usage? You know, this was a really, you know, nice matchup for him. Are you selling high for someone that you can get some consistency from? No. Eckler is consistency. It It's the first month of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Week four, Eckler goes off, helps win you your week. He's been very, I mean, he's been good for a long time. This is not like, oh, this guy finally went off and now I need to move him. Hold Eckler. For who, the people that you would move Ugh. Eckler for are Eckler's level. So I don't yeah. feel like he's a move. They use him everywhere. Who, who are mean, you going to move Eckler for that's going to get more touches than Eckler? I mean, it's not so much the touches, it's the usage, it's the red zone stuff. You know, it. He's not I want, their only. I want all over the field. 
I I hear you. I mean, look, so my question is, do you think he's going to have this type of production moving forward? Because he hasn't had it the first four weeks, three weeks of the season is the question. He hasn't yeah, been. I, I think we know, look back and, say, and, and see Eckler have 15 touchdowns. I think he's going to. You, you, you still think he's going to have 15 touchdowns? Yeah. Okay. He's got, I mean, because he gets him in bunches. That's um, true. I mean, I I'm not saying like. You take anything for him. I'm saying, like, go. Can you get like, let, let's let's look at the the top guys. I mean, uh, really, everyone everyone kind of sucks right now. So if you can if you can package <laughs> Eckler and something for, or make, maybe go get Saquon. Can you go get Can't Eckler? Do you don't think so? You don't think no. you can go get Saquon? No, I don't think you can go. Saquon's not being sold right now. I don't think, and not in redraft. Interesting. Okay. All right. They, I mean, I wouldn't. We just said he's the number one overall player. I, I agree, know, but I'm saying, like, if you can get someone to sell you Saquon for... Yeah, you know, yeah, if you can get somebody to do that, sure. Right. Looks great. You know, like, hey, I've got Michael Thomas the, and Austin Eckler. <laughs> that's the only uh, That's the only type of player that you would accept a deal right. for Eckler for, right. I think. Yeah, you need that type of player for sure. The other running back that it has been just exploding... Was in this next matchup, Travis, Cleveland and Atlanta. QBs were a non-factor. I don't even want to talk about them. But Nick Chubb, man, 19-118-1, continues to roll. Nick Kareem Hunt had an okay game. David Njoku gives you 73 yards. Amari Cooper was an absolute no-show. And then you have Atlanta, who threw it seven times and ran it a bunch. Yeah, Amari, Amari yeah. Cooper will do that. He's done that his whole career where he, For sure. he'll he have two or three good games and then all of a sudden you feel good about him. Maybe you trade right. for him and then he gives right. you a, a bagel. But we'll talk more Amari Cooper coming up. Um, Kareem yeah. Hunt is unfortunately looking a lot more, and I think you said this after week one, he's a lot more touchdown dependent than we want to say, especially if you're not in a PPR, a full PPR, even half PPR. Right. Hunt is he's not kind of eh. making you happy. Yeah, it's he's it's, a flex, and yeah, the upside is so low when Chubb is healthy, and it's hard sure. to to stomach that because you see the name Kareem Hunt and you think, oh, he's a fifteen point guy in half PPR, and he right. is only if he scores. If he does not For score, sure. he's not hitting that mark. So, For sure, you know who else isn't scoring though? The Atlanta Falcons. That's yeah, who's not scoring. That's tough. Marcus Mariota, like I said. 17 or seven passes um they ran it 14 times in a row at one point so um you you'd mentioned someone got banged up um cordero patterson corduroy patterson yep. banged up with a knee injury <laughs> he is going to be out four weeks <laughs> four weeks uh, we'll get to him he was one of our um one of our big picks and that that hurts but uh, nine for 38 and a touchdown though, before he went out and said, see ya for four weeks, you know, it, as far as parting gifts go, that's okay. But two yeah. guys had to fill in for him. You had 10 touches each for Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley, um, 84 yards for Algier Huntley goes 56 and a touchdown. I don't think that's going to be consistent. I think this offense is going to be you know, consistently ugly going forward. Yep. They haven't been terrible looking, and I don't think that that's going to continue. They have covered the spread on every single one of their games so far, and I, it's, I, for as bad of a team as they are, I don't see that continuing. Yeah, they play, man. They play hard. It's uh, 
We play hard, I, man. I, I don't like watching them just because the excitement level is not always there. But, um, yeah, you look yeah. at the stat lines at the end of the game, and they just run on everybody. So, For sure. Um, For sure. Kyle Pitts. I don't see his name on this Atlanta breakdown. What are you doing with Kyle Pitts, Dustin? In I'm redraft crying. and I am dynasty. Crying. Give me an I'm... analysis both, and then I'll give you my analysis of both. I don't think you can trade him. I think at this point, you – I don't even know who you can – like, do you, you – for the draft capital that you spent on him, and I hate to even put it there, because, but the tight end position is just still such a – a barren wasteland. You you're either starting him or you're you're looking for a flex like a like a different streaming option. Which, in my opinion, you're more you might as well stick with Kyle Pitts because he gives you just as much upside as anyone else. What you talking? If you get if he only gets four targets, most other tight ends that you're gonna find on the waiver wire are only getting four to five targets. So would you would you accept Gerald Everett for Kyle Pitts? A one hundred percent yes. That is oh, not really? even a question. Yes, I would take Gerald would. Everett. Okay. Over, yeah, over Kyle Pitts. Absolutely. Um, I I said no to Ben for the fact of, well, my reasoning is if you're going to move Pitts, package yeah. him, use the name, and get. Um, I mean, oh, you're not going to get Kelsey or Andrews probably, no. but maybe you can upgrade to. Would you go get Waller? Yeah, probably a Waller, maybe Waller and a piece. We'll talk about that. Um, okay. We'll talk about that, but absolutely, uh, that's something I would, and I would then, consider. And then Dynasty take on Kyle Pitts. Are you trying to buy low when the storm um, is happening right now? You know, people are not tough. selling for cheap. No, they're not, but they're selling for cheaper than they have been asking. Um, depending on the situation, yes. But here's the thing. Here's here's where I'm at. I'm, I'm afraid for this offense because – you're either going to be going forward with a very low passing volume run first offense where they're not using Kyle Pitts as a, as an outside wide receiver like he should be used or you're going to have a rookie quarterback who is in, inconsistent. I just I think you're probably you know at least at the very least a year away from him being anywhere near what we thought and look the price should be pretty low to be honest with you you could probably get him I, I would give up a mid range tight end and a low, like a back end first maybe for him right now. Okay. If the, if you're, if they're still trying to ask for a King's ransom, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't pay it. All right. Um, moving on though, Washington, Dallas, NFC East matchup. Dallas looks interesting, man. I like the story going on in Dallas right now. The defense is playing some inspired ball. We are now witnesses to a bit. Look, a very important factor in this game is we have now identified an offense that you can play, you can stream defenses against, and that is the Washington Commanders. Carson Wentz only goes for 170, a touchdown and two interceptions. Um, Antonio Gibson, 16 touches, 63 yards. And there's a storyline brewing about um, Brian Robinson being activated. He's not coming back right now, but they have three weeks to bring him back. So... The, this man got shot in the leg three times. Yeah. He is not ready to play NFL football yet. There is no way. I don't know, man. We'll it see. has been one month. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe six weeks. It's been yeah. It's been it's been a little bit longer. Jahan Dotson though finds the end zone. 
look, I wasn't aware of this. I put together this this graphic for for Terry McLaurin. Um, but Terry McLaurin, man, we can talk about him real quick. Um, I was wondering, are we worried about him? You know, scary, bad Terry, all this other good stuff. Look, Jahan <laughs> Dotson now has a hamstring in- injury, and he's out for a few weeks. Oh, really? So, yeah, he pulled Didn't up lame. That. He is out. And scary Terry, scary Terry has been bad. He went two for 15 this past week, but I don't expect that to continue. Um, Washington has a – I think they have a pretty good matchup coming up. I'll have to is look. It, but Isn't it – oh, no, I, don't, I forgot who it is. This I'm week. not sure. I, I'd, have to, I'd have to look. But – Washington, you you still you still have Curtis Samuel, fire him up. Terry McLaurin, fire him up. Um, look, as far as consolidation of weapons goes and consolidation of targets, that's what you want. You know, you hate to see a guy get injured, but that's what you want for an offense. So, no real concern moving forward, at least for the next few weeks for Terry. Um, it's at Titans. least he gets a Titans at Washington. Oh, that's gonna be nice. That's gonna be nice for sure. Dallas, though, this quarterback keeps these guys relevant. To, I, it's to, almost like you saw that. It's almost like you you heard somebody say Cooper Rush is underrated. CD is far from done. Look, Cooper I Rush, got un- undefeated. Laughed at, called a clown. Tomatoes were thrown at me when I Literally. said Cooper Rush is slept on. CD will yeah. be fine. I had to hire the guy to come to your house to throw tomatoes at you. It cost <laughs> a lot of money. It's one but, of my favorite wins and victory laps of this young season is Cooper Rush is fine. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb is fine with Cooper Rush. If you look yeah. at those comments, you would think we lost mm-hmm. 50 followers that night by that tweet. Sure. I mean, look, Cooper Rush, like I said, he keeps guys relevant. He didn't have a monster game, 223-2, and two, but they won the game. CeeDee Lamb goes 6-for-97-1. and one. But here's, here's the storyline that I – I want to focus on in this matchup. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, again, 19 for 49, no touchdowns. And per JJ Zacharyson on Twitter, Zeke hasn't seen more than two targets in a single game this year. He hit three-plus targets in 12 of 17 games last year. How concerned are we, or is this just something that we should expect moving forward in this new iteration of this offense? I'm fine with both weapons right now. I think they're using them. They're using them both well. Um, you're okay with that? You're okay with 19 for 49? It's the usage. I mean, you you can't predict them popping off a 15 or 20 yard run or falling in the end zone. Like, I just well, want sure. the touches. I just want the but, guy who's touching the ball 20 times. Ah, but he, I mean, it's been really inefficient, man. 19 for for 49. That's, well, okay. So, but but to me, what that tells you is. The volume's there. Better days are ahead. And then if he does okay. have one of those 80 in a score games with 20 touches, then you can move him. I'm still starting Zeke in most places, especially with how thin running back is getting. Yeah, I mean... And I'm fine with I Pollard, too. Pollard is always... You know, he always does well. Yeah, I, I'm i interested. I want to I want to take a look to see how their their touches were. I like mean, Tony Pollard... you're not moving Zeke. You're not going to sell no. him for nothing. But Tony Pollard had 11 touches to Ezekiel Elliott's 21 last week, so I I, hear, I see what you're saying. You you like the volume? Just put and him I in c- at an RB two. Hope for the 50 yards and a score. 50 okay. could be 75, could be 100. I mean, it just depends on the matchup and if what you happens. have to choose between Jamal Williams and Ezekiel Elliott, who are you picking? Jamal Williams. Okay. All right. All just making sure. Long. Just had to do a sanity check. But if I I'm picking do- between Antonio Gibson yeah. and Zeke, I'm picking Zeke. Okay, that's fair. Um. 
I have to I have to kind of check myself at the door, Travis, because I made a look. I did a little bit of a victory lap, a little bit too early. I knew this was coming. Um, I probably should have checked it though. Jacksonville had a date with Philadelphia, and a couple things happened in this game. One, the weather was terrible. Not an excuse. Hashtag not an excuse. But this was not a pretty game. I'll start with the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Trevor Lawrence. Not only was he st- – he, his- he hit a historical um, land <laughs> – I can't talk right now. Of all he- weeks to do this after that debate. <laughs> after I go off and say Trevor Lawrence is the real deal – I'm not going to – look, by no means is this like, oh, this is who Trevor Lawrence is. The game was awful, okay? Yeah. Passes should not have been thrown in this game. But he was 11 of 23, 174 yards, two touchdowns but an interception. But here's the thing. Four fumbles. Four fumbles lost in this in this matchup. and Just by him? Just by him. That's Impossible. That's the most, that's the most this century. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why people are out on Lawrence because of his fumbles. Right. I that's told you why. so. <laughs> Look, he made some mistakes. I I don't want this so much to be about him. It was a bad game. I think we're going to see better games moving forward. Yeah. Sticking with the, the um, Jaguars though. Etienne and Robinson. This is a, a storyline. I I don't want to I don't want to make so much about it because the they went towards um, Etienne in the passing game a little bit more both of these guys only had like three rushes. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, ETN's definitely taking over. But here's what I am going to say. They're starting to trust him more, and in the ways that they're using him, they're getting him in space. I like that. What I don't like is Jamal Agnew getting two touchdowns in this game. The two passing touchdowns by Trevor Lawrence went to Jamal Agnew. He is a part-time favorite of Trevor Lawrence, and I don't – such I don't, a Jacksonville Jaguar – He's a jag through and through. He is just the epitome of being a jaguar. (laughs) You're happy to have him in best ball, but other than that, you you can't you can't rely on the guy. There's always a random jaguar that ruins fantasy days for everybody else. Yeah, you try to sift through their weapons for the last five years and find reliable reliability. You plug and play somebody. You think Christian Kirk (laughs) is that guy, and Christian Kirk is that guy. Yeah. And Robinson's most fine. weeks, most and then weeks, you start yeah. ETN, and maybe you plugged in um, Zay Jones, who was hot, or or I guess I think he was I'm, hurt, Marvin Jones, yeah. and then it's right. Agnew. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, when there's only 174 passing yards, it's hard to find a big piece of that pie or any piece of the pie that you want. Yeah. But right now, man, the 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 story that I really want to stick with though with this matchup and this team is just one of my favorite storylines of the entire season is this inspired Philadelphia Eagles team. Jalen Hurts had issues throwing the ball as well. 16 um, for 204 and an interception in this game. 16 um, completions. The story is what happened on the ground, though, because he ran just as many times. He ran 16 times, 38 yards and a touchdown. That's what you want. That's what you get for Hurts. He's having a special year, man. This is – I. it's not a hot take at this point. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback for fantasy right now. And – like all respect to Lamar Jackson and um, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts just has it working, and this offense is working. I he runs differently than than Josh Allen. Nothing. I mean, it's just it is. It's it's one of my favorites. A resurgence though happened. 
Travis, Miles Sanders goes 27, 134, and two in yeah, a game baby. where they had to run the ball, and he had two for 22 through the air. He's been somewhat special, you know, um, in terms of touches. He's already leading the, the team in touches. With Boston Scott out, he actually had an increased opportunity. My question for you, Travis, um, can he keep it up? You know, um, touching on A.J. Brown real quick, five for 95, decent game. But are you considering buying him after this big game because maybe someone is trying – I mean, are, are you looking to buy him after this or are you calling it fool's gold? I don't think it's fool's gold. I have loved Miles Sanders all offseason. He is one of my most owned players across all 29 leagues and best ball. This was a really, really rewarding weekend for Miles Sanders. We yes, said last week um, – Miles Sanders is incredibly talented. He's a top 10 pure runner in the league. However, we have seen this before. Miles Sanders has given you huge games before, and then maybe not even his fault now, the way the Eagles are built. It could be yeah. Goddard gets a score, A.J. Brown gets a score, and Hurts runs one in, and they take care of whoever they're playing. And... Miles Sanders leaves the game with 68 yards and no need for a touchdown. And that hurts you. Um, I actually, okay. I, I wouldn't be buying high, but okay. in an equal deal, I'm okay acquiring Miles Sanders if you need running back and you are deep at receiver. I actually mm -hmm. moved Miles Sanders this afternoon in the Diamond League that we are both in. I moved Sanders and T. Higgins for Amonra St. Brown and Jalen Waddle. I don't yep. I don't like having Bateman as my wide receiver too. I, I think the that. combo of Waddle and Amonra St. Brown is two top twelve to fifteen guys mm -hmm. versus the combo of T. Higgins and Bateman every week. Higgins has no, been I great, but there's going to be a for lot sure. of weeks that it's a Jamar Chase week. Um, okay. So yeah, I I, I Miles Sanders can he keep up what he just did? No, that was a monster game. Will he be a a RB ten to fifteen each week that he's healthy? Yeah, I think everybody's ranks will will finally respect Miles Sanders. I like it. Um, we'll see going forward, man. Really high powered offense. Two more high powered offenses though faced off in Week Four: Buffalo and Baltimore. This was an another game affected by the weather. Um, terrible weather. Josh yep. Allen, 19 for 36, a touchdown and an interception, but 11 for 70 and one on the ground. Huge. Great, great game. Um, Diggs, kind of quiet, four for 62. Singletary, though, 11, 49 on the ground, four for 47 uh, through the air. Decent game for him. He's starting to um, – he's just that, that consistent piece of this offense where it's just – you know, not going to be a huge explosive game, but you mix these numbers in, maybe get a touchdown here and there, and he's going to be useful. He's over 130 um, yards or 120 yards over the last two weeks through the air. Yeah, that's impressive. This is who James Cook was supposed to be. Yeah. And Devin Singletary said, no, sir, this is they, mine. They just trust not him, not coming man. off the field. They trust he's him. good. He and he gets a lot of. Uh, that's something we can break down uh, later um, this week. Is the red zone usage for Devin Singletary? Baltimore, though, that's a uh, that's that's more questions for this offense. Baltimore didn't score in the second half. Probably a big part of why they lost in this game. Lamar, 
Um, 20 of 29, but 144, a touchdown and two interceptions. Threw up some prayers that looked ugly, 11-73 on the ground. J.K. Dobbins, though, he was cited. Not exactly a monster game, but, you know, 13 for 41 and a touchdown, 4 for 22 through the air and a touchdown. You know, touchdown production made it a really nice game, but the volume, 17 touches. What do you think here, Travis? Is he back? Is this is this somebody that you're you're targeting? I would see how high I can sell him. Really? Okay. I would. I I think this is Lamar, Andrews, and no one else as far as reliability. It could be J.K. Dobbins. Well, I'm not saying sell him for I equal mean, value. I'm just saying, Andrews. Andrews just went for two for fifteen. You yeah. Know, so I I and but that's that's the anomaly. I think. Just see how high you could sell him. Don't sell him for even equal value for somebody else. Dobbins is fine. He's going to be fine. But there are people out there that love J.K. Dobbins for whatever for sure. reason. And he has a two-touchdown week to inflate the numbers a little bit. J.K. Dobbins or Zeke? J.K. Dobbins. But J.K. Dobbins or Miles Sanders? Uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. If Miles Sanders has a bad week and J.K. Dobbins has another 15 or 20, that's a move that I would like to make. Okay. Um, you mentioned um, some of the pass-catching work. Bateman, low volume, hurt his foot. He's been frustrating this season. Had those two nice games with the touchdown, long touchdown. You know that's always um, available with him on yep. the field. I mentioned Andrews had a, a slow game. What are you doing with Bateman? Are you starting him? You said you don't like him as your wide receiver, too, and I don't blame you. But are is he someone that you're taking out of your starting lineup and – in you know favor of someone else i think this injury might bug him a little bit so if you have the depth to sit him this week i'm sure. okay with it if you don't throw him in the flex spot you you know he's always he's a one play guys you know kind of like week two mm -hmm. it there was nothing from bateman for two and a right. half quarters and then it's a 67 right. yard touchdown he makes your day so right. If you need him in your flex, yep, roll him out there. If you have other options, wait and see what this injury is going to do to him. Yep. I get it. Arizona and Carolina. Man, I got to tell you, both of these teams make me sad. If you, you watch this game, one team does have to win, but I did not enjoy watching this game. Kyler, they suck. 23 of 32, 207, touch, two touchdowns and um, one interception. He goes 12 for 26 on the ground. I think those stats make it look a little bit rosier than it actually was. Hollywood goes 688 and one. Ertz, six for 47 and one. So the pass catchers that you were definitely starting in this game um, on the high end, you know, at least they didn't kill you. Dorch, bait, um, Rondale Moore absolutely just shouldn't have been in your lineup. You know what? Some people um, wanted to fly high on the door one more time, and he killed you. Yep. Carolina, man, what a dumpster fire. And we can talk about this uh, for a brief, brief moment. Baker Mayfield, awful. CMC, thank God he can catch the ball because he went no, almost nothing on the ground, 8 for 27. Then had caught nine ball, balls for 81 yards and a touchdown. DJ Moore. Um, I got to tell you, Travis, I think he has a permanent residence on your bench right now. Um, yep, I agree. He shouldn't – yeah, you can't put him in. This uh, This offense is awful, and I'm going to call it right now, man. I think he's fired after this week. I think he's absolutely this gone. This is it. 
This is it. There's a stat that was put out by Tom Pelissero on Twitter that the Panthers are now one in 26 under Matt Rule when the their opponent scores at least 17 points, including oh, no. the last 24 losses in a row. Travis, wow. 24 losses in a row. I mean I, that that is mind blowing. Um, you got to get him out of there. I saw out there was Matt Rule has lost the locker room. When you read I that, it's over. Man, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if they changed the locks to the locker room. Okay, <laughs> yeah. like no, man, you do your work from your van. Like you don't, yeah. you don't come in the building. Like it's like that video of the Jets player. Like his badge doesn't work. Yeah, like that needs to happen to Matt Rule this week. Like, hey guys, I'll still, I'll just work remote from the home. I'll just coach from my couch. Yeah, it's a joke. My twenty-second reaction to this one is Kyler. I think three out of four games has had three points or less at halftime and finished with over 20. It's, it's, it's a wild ride. It's not fun to watch. Hollywood Brown does it again, looking very consistent, looking well worth the price of the fifth round pick. And mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, this is why he was our 101. If it's right. not working on the ground, he becomes your wide receiver one on that team. Nine for, for 81 sure. is a Monroe St. Brown type stuff. So it's, he's as good as it gets as far as just a pure football player in the league. He and, he and, and Barkley are unsellable to me. For sure. I agree. I agree. Um, I forgot to hit this for Carolina, but I don't want to miss the opportunity, but Carolina still. We still suck. My, yeah, we still suck. Um, I would like, like to see Sam Darnold start when he gets back. I would too. I, at this point, I'm not sure how much worse it can get, but hey, why not play a painful experiment it is over. and find out? Baker's done. <laughs> Denver and Las Vegas, though. To, moving on to our um, one of our final matchups, Denver and Las Vegas. Look, let's just get to it right out of the gate. The Broncos look rough. Um, they look really rough. They lost to the Raiders, and it, or did they? Who won? Did Raiders yeah. won? Raiders won. Raiders yeah. won. Jeez, oh, I lost my lost my train of thought there. But Russell Wilson, seventeen twenty five, two thirty seven and two, had an okay game. He was also their leading rusher. Okay, in this game, he went four for twenty nine and a touchdown. Um, let's let's just talk about it. Brees Hall, or uh, Brees Hall, um. Javante Williams, uh, torn ACL, torn LCL. He has some other knee damage. This one, uh, like, uh, sad. To sum it up, everybody hurts. It, He's hurting. Your team is hurting. You know, in in a season where we're already struggling for running back production, let me lay out the storyline how it was progressing okay it was all over twitter talking about how you know melvin gordon had just fumbled for the fourth time and javante williams is about to get this huge workload and then this happens catastrophe strikes and now he's gone now it's as bad as it gets in fantasy football here's the thing here's here's why i'm glad you sold him but here's why i'm absolutely worried about him i don't obviously he's gone for this season but he had a very similar injury to jk dobbins if not yep. worse, and we are still having questions about J.K. Dobbins. He wasn't ready for he. J.K. Dobbins tore all these ligaments a month plus before Javante did. Yeah, and we have all these questions. 
next year is not a guarantee that that Javante is going to come back and be himself. They're yeah. now going to probably bring in more competition. We are likely Travis never going to see that that you know workhorse role for Javante. I think that dream is dead, and it's just something we have to live with. I think I think his top tier status in terms of like a top five dynasty running back is gone. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you think they go back to Melvin Gordon or give Mike Boone some touches? Ben, Both. I think it's going to be a little Melvin, a little Mike Boone, and maybe even a little Latavius Murray. But it's obviously, if I have Melvin Gordon, I'm flexing him this week. Yeah, for sure. And um, see, they've got the Colts. See what so happens. Yeah. Thursday I, night. Yeah, I think you start. They're not going to just give Mike Boone or Latavius Murray really right. decent work right out of the gate on a quick right on a quick week melvin gordon will get probably 70 percent of snaps right um judy and sutton both scored and had nearly identical stats at about 50 yards 52 50 or 53 and 54 yards and a touchdown las vegas though had no problem moving the ball josh jacobs had a career day 28 144 and two um you might have no uh, mentioned that i skipped over Derek carr because he didn't do jack squat Devonte adams though goes nine for 101 and matt collins comes back to earth three for 33 darren waller he's the storyline he's the probably the the relevant character here are we worried about waller and his I'm status not. now it's two weeks in a row 20 yards are we panicking? I'm not, I'm not because I watched a lot of this game, and they want Darren Waller to get involved so bad. If They're you have Kyle Pitts, him. are you trying everything you can to get Darren Waller? I would take Darren Waller. I'm not going to give you Pitts and another starter for him, but I would I would take Darren Waller over Pitts one for if one. If you can, absolutely. if you can throw someone in like hey, like like a Jarvis Landry or yeah, yeah. like. You know, something like that to where it's like Pitts Curtis and Samuel. something for Waller. I would not I would not <laughs> give up Curtis Samuel. That that is it's that's a, a starter. What it's are you doing? <laughs> He's leading the team in targets. Look, you got me upset now. Oh, just I didn't say sister. ETN. You don't have to back him like he's oh, your son. Just uh, What the hell is even that? <laughs> I just oh okay, you, not Curtis Samuel, but no, yes, not I'm Curtis Samuel. Waller. I'm not panicking on Waller. I watched a lot of the game. It's deep shots. It's red zone looks. Yeah, even he's gonna be even fine. ones that aren't actual targets. Derek Carr yeah. is locked on to Darren Waller. Yeah, for a full two seconds in the yeah. pocket, and then it's he's double covered and he goes somewhere else. But he wants so sure. bad to feed Darren Waller. It's coming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Darren Waller. I would hold if you can buy low. Um, yeah, if there's any sort of panic. Um, the last of the late slate of games, New England, Green Bay. Uh, there's nothing to talk about on the offensive side, really, for the Patriots. They lost their quarterback, their backup quarterback. You know, Bailey Zappi had, you know, whatever he had, 99 yards and a touchdown. You're not going to start Bailey Zappi. Damian Harris, 86 yards and a touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson, okay through the air and on the ground. He had 89 total yards there. Um, Green Bay, here's something to monitor. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think this offense is starting to find its footing. Aaron Rodgers goes 251 for two and an interception. Dylan, 16 touches, or 17 touches, 73 on the ground. Um, Aaron Jones, 16 carries, 110 yards. But it's the passing weapons that I want to focus on here, Travis, because Lazard goes for 116 yards. 
Romeo Dubs had the touchdown, but he had he dropped another touchdown that should have been a long bomb. Yep. I think Travis, we are starting to see these two passing weapons. Why? I'm expecting. Look, if you can, if there is a buy low window at all, right now I would consider his value for Romeo Dubs, depending on what you can get him for. If you can get Romeo Dubs cheap, I would go get him because what you're seeing now is not. It's not that he Aaron Rodgers. Awesome. Aaron Rodgers is trusting this kid to make plays, and he just hasn't made all of the plays yet. But those opportunities are going to keep coming, and they're coming from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So buy him now, a rookie wide receiver will get better going into the second half of the year. And this is a guy you're going to want on your team in the, you know, the later parts of the season when he really starts to click and these five target um, games turn into eight and nine and 10 targets because look, they've got a great defense. They're going to keep getting the ball back and they play in the NFC North. There are games against Detroit and Chicago coming and Minnesota just feast. But right now focus on getting Romeo dubs on your team. Yeah, and I think I moved Lazard a week early in home league. It's yeah, you did, and I'm glad actually, you did. I moved him. Wow, I didn't realize I moved him in both leagues last week. Mm-hmm. One to yeah. you, and and one for he's a big a reason I won <laughs> of James Connor. I I thin at running back. I thought getting James Connor for Jeff Wilson and Lazard long term is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not terrible, James Connor. The usage is there. Maybe the production is coming, but Alan Lazard is just somebody you want in your lineup because he's fun to watch, just like Romeo Dobbs. Um, For sure. Yeah, that's... Green Bay is... This is exactly what we said about Green Bay in Mm -hmm. the offseason is we're fading Aaron Rodgers in fantasy because they are just going to do what they need to do to win the game. Everything is so controlled. They're not trailing for... I bet they they trail maybe like twenty percent of the season. They're gonna be neck and neck or or leading a lot of games and two very effective running backs. I love the, the fact that Lazard and and Romeo are the basically the only two is why they right. are so gonna be so good because it's of nice. Rogers' accuracy. But Rogers wise fantasy like if if he has a twenty five point week more than once or twice this year, I would be shocked. Sure. I think it'll come. Like I said, he plays in a weak defensive division, so plenty of opportunities. Those games against Detroit look really, really juicy coming up. Let's talk some Sunday night football because this game has some flashy plays. We got a couple games to wrap up before we get to our big picks. Um, But Kansas City, man, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is of this earth. He hasn't been. He's still absurd. He didn't have a monster game. He had three touchdowns and interception. He had 249 yards, um, four for 34 on the ground. But th- look, go back, watch the highlights of this game. You're not going to be disappointed. I don't. I don't think we have to sell Patrick Mahomes on this show. Ceh, though, is the more interesting story here. He continues to score 19 for 92 on the ground. He added a, you know, he was the recipient of a ridiculous play. Um, Isaiah Pacheco is another intriguing spot here the broadcast is all over him they're talking about how much the coaching staff loves him he has 11 carries in this game kelsey was himself as well nine for 92 and a touchdown yep tampa bay tom brady 39 52 um 385 through the air and three touchdowns looking good 
the passing weapons once they once they're getting healthy, man, I think he's going to be able to have these games. Um, the running back usage was a little off on this game. I think because they were trailing, both of these running backs. I mean, no no rushing util, uh, utilization at all. Really, they combined for twelve receptions, um, six carries total. Um, Leonard Fournette uh, missed a block on a drive, and then Rashad White took over after that on that drive. So. Are you concerned at all for, for Leonard Fournette? Nope. Um, okay. Quick and easy. I like it. <laughs> um, Mike Evans, eight for 103 and two. This was a great game for Mike. Monster. So we can put any rest or any um, worry to rest for him. Real quick, I want to talk about CEH. Is he someone that you're looking to sell high on? That was the whole narrative coming in. Or, look, are you convinced that they still want to get this guy touches? Um, if CH is healthy, he will be very involved. Yep. This has been right. his, this has been true about him since they drafted him. They want him That's to true. be very involved. Yep. I so, agree. uh, Ben makes a good pick. point. He makes a good point. If CH gets banged up, Pacheco oh, yeah. could be RB one. Pacheco um, would be the moon top. Yeah. He's a, he's a top 10 guy. So maybe you go buy low on Pacheco right now. Um, and play yeah. the long game just in case, especially if you have CEH, go get your handcuff. For sure. Um, Monday Night Football, last night. Let's talk about this real quick. Yuck. This game is disgusting. The Rams look broken. And yep. other than Cooper Cup and Tyler Higbee, there's no one on this team that you can feel good about. Um, 14 for 122 for Cup, 10 for 73. He's a tight end seven, but he leads the league in tight end targets so far this year, Travis. Wild. That sounds that like wild. a workhorse. Yeah, the original workhorse <laughs> tight end. Um, you know, you got it in here. O line, it's terrible. It really is. I mean, Akers and Henderson can't get anything going on the ground. Um, good question here. Are we dropping Allen Robinson? My answer is gross. Yes. I'm yeah. going to say yes. Um, if you can, drop him and pick up Van Jefferson. Are we Are we, Are we? we there? Really? Is that? Yeah, because, I mean, he's been banged up. I think I mean, he'll, he's going to come back at some point. Look, it's hard to get worse than Allen Robinson has been. I'd take Mooney over Robinson. I can't even. Oh, man. That's why do you have to say those things? Like, I would. Darnell Mooney. I, um yeah it's he's oof. he's the one on that team yes it's been ugly it can only get yeah. better there are just there put are up a 90 many... a 90 plus yard game stayed in the stadium for sure. an hour after full pads yeah. just catching balls <laughs> from the jug the full pads narrative it was like it. you those are things that you like to see and he that means i'm still bought in i still want to produce here i'm not checking out right. let's go for sure. Whereas Allen Robinson, at some point, he's out there running marathons around the field. He's going right. to be it's... mentally checked out. We just Alan saw Robinson, it in man. Chicago. He plays the entire game, but he just there's nothing there. Stafford is scared for his life, and then he locks in on um, Cup, and that's really that's that's the story you have to keep in your mind when yeah. you're thinking, okay, maybe maybe this is the Allen Robinson game. It's not. It's the no, Cooper that's Cup it. game. That's it for the that's, Rams. I don't want to talk it. Rams anymore. It was San Francisco. Was Debo ugly. looked himself, and Jeff Wilson gave you a solid performance. That's really it. Uh, George Kittle gave you precious little. 
two for 24. Debo gave you six for 115 and one. Jeff Wilson, 18 for 74 and a touchdown. I mean, other than that, it's kind of uh, carte blanche. You know, it. there's not really much to say there. It was an ugly game for the Rams, and the 49ers did enough to win the game. Jimmy G just wins games, people. Yeah. Jimmy handoff. That's he just right. just wins games. Just win, win, win. That'll do it for the matchups. On to the big picks, though, Travis, because the big picks are what we're here for. We are very good at it. We um, checks notes one for eight we <laughs> this suck. week. We, we suck are terrible. At this. We are really like <laughs> it makes if, me want to scrap it all together. We need to find or a new start segment. picking. These guys will suck, and then maybe they'll do good. Um, Justin <laughs> Herbert, twenty-one points, QB nine on the week. That is a loss. Cordell Patterson yep. gets hurt. The curse of the big picks. Loss. Tyler yep. Lockett. DK. Um, he didn't kill you. Pretty decent game. DK Metcalf was better. Tyler Lockett yep. as a big pick is a loss. Pat Fryer yep. moved 12 points. Needed a touchdown to make it happen. It did not. For you, Dustin, Josh Allen, 24 points, QB5 on the week. That is not a big pick. Jamal Oof. Williams, 23.4, RB5 on the week. Yes, that, that is, is a win. A win. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Followed by Amari Cooper, 1.4 points and a half PPR. Nope. That's a no. Hayden Hurst, we already talked about on Thursday. Got a touchdown, yep. but not enough volume there. We go one for eight again. We rock. Killing it. On to buy lows. Really quick. Amari Cooper, someone you want to target after a terrible game, but back-to-back 10-plus target weeks and 16-plus fantasy points. I think he's someone that you want to go after. Michael Pittman. He had two back-to-back terrible outings, but I think this offense will get itself together. Look, if anything, I'm not going to say losing Jonathan Taylor makes this team um, a better team, but I think that makes them have to throw the ball more, which is what you want for Michael Pittman. If Look, if you're, if you're going to have to pass, it's got to benefit somebody, and the yeah. wide receiver one on the team is the guy. Go, AJ buy, Dillon. Go buy Pittman. For sure. A.J. Dillon is our last buy low Look, the usage is there. The fantasy points are not. Follow the usage. He's the he's <laughs> what we like to say on these shows. He's only <laughs> one ligament away <laughs> from being a league-winning player. Um, but these stat lines, I mean, they're not exactly um, overwhelming. He hasn't scored double digits for you in a few weeks, um, in half point, I'm assuming. And uh, you know, I think I think it's going to come. Like I said about the the Packers, they have a cake schedule in inner division. So watch out for those matchups, but AJ Dillon, buy low. That's someone you're going to want to check out. Travis, we've got some questions from Twitter that we need to get to before we wrap this show up. We do. I put out a tweet about an hour ago. What is a tough choice or dilemma you are facing right now through four weeks? Um, JD Pollock, one of my home league boys, who to sit each week between Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, and Cortland Sutton? Only two wide receivers and a flex. Obviously, Cup sitting and Evans is killing it too. Yeah. Uh, I, obviously, Cup is not sitting and Evans is killing it too. But do I trade one of these for a running back or keep depth? Hmm. That's a good question. It's a good problem to have. I'm yeah. probably keeping the depth here. Those are four great receivers. You're playing the matchup every week. And if one gets hurt, you're still fine with three elite guys. For sure. It depends on yeah. what the running backs look like. Um, I'll reach out to you after the show and see, but I would probably hold these four. You're in a really good spot with this with this group. Absolutely. 
Um, let's talk about the question from Canadian Canuck. Um, what to do at QB? Two is out. Stafford has been terrible, but no one is out on the wire. Is Bridgewater worth it? What about Pickett? Gross. Not only a better option than not only a better option than Stafford, but also the roster spot. Okay. Um, for this is the quick, this is north of the border in our Diamond League, so be careful what right. you're telling him here. Um, <laughs> he's coming for your for your championship. Yeah, I would probably hold on to Stafford. Um, to be <laughs> honest with you. Um, and that's being honest. Like, look, yeah. Pickett is going to be inconsistent. Bridgewater, like we, me and Travis go back and forth on this guy, but he's, I don't think he's better than Tua. I don't think he's going to automatically make the offense better. Like you're going to be at the top end. You're going to get what Tua is giving you. I think it just lowers the floor. Um, I, I so. disagree. I, I think if you have a spot and you can get Teddy Bridgewater, Play the matchup between he and Stafford. Bridgewater is going to give you those two fifty to three hundreds that Tua was giving you. Yeah, the weapons the weapons carry that offense. It is not. the I would start. I would start Bridgewater over over um, Stafford this coming week. Right. Yeah. So just yeah. play the matchup between the two. If you have a roster spot, Teddy's yeah. going to give you some. I mean, again, it's we watched the Dolphins very closely so far this year. A yep. seven yard slant is on any play could be a 60 yard touchdown. The Rams don't give you that upside. Everything the Rams do, they have to work so hard for. It's awful. So yeah, Teddy B over Stafford is not crazy right now at all. No, not at all. Um, the final question, Travis is this, this is from, um, Mr. Seaway science. Um, I need one of these guys in super flex, um, because I feel like I can't trust Stafford. Um, the guys are Pacheco, Landry, Claypool, or Dotson. Well, Dotson's out because he's injured. Pacheco, I don't know that you can trust him. Landry versus Seattle, or I think Claypool Dobbins is Buffalo. part of this as well. I think Dobbins is currently oh, in the super flex spot. Okay, so you're deciding I'm going between with Dobbins. Stafford and Dobbins. I'm going with. I'm probably going Dobbins because Dallas um, leads. I think they lead the league in sacks right now, and the. Rams have given up the most sacks, I believe, in the league. So, um, okay, I will go Stafford. I'm always going to err on the side of a starting quarterback in my super yeah. flex. I I don't blame you. Um, I I think Dobbins versus Cincinnati. It's hard for me to say that, man. But Stafford has been so bad. He's the he quarterback thirty on the year. I don't know that he gets it together um, to face Dallas and you know beat them there um but they're at home so maybe um i yeah i'm I'm not gonna sit here and say y'all you have to start stafford because that's not been the case so far oh we did it we sprinted we We got here travis what a great show ran a little bit long but a lot of good info here for the people um thank you everyone for listening thank you for watching make sure you're following us on twitter and check us out on thursday um for the um preview for week five good luck everybody out there good luck on the waivers um hopefully y'all stay healthy and as always losing sucks don't do it <laughs>